first Thanksgiving without her. Mother's Day. There have been countless run-of-the-mill shitty days. The kid on the playground makes fun of the way he's dressed. Some well-meaning but underinformed grown-up asks him where his mommy is. There are days that start off well but devolve into unexpected shittiness. Caleb finds a photo of Mira he hadn't seen before. He watches a television commercial in which a mom hugs a boy about his age. There are days that are just plain old shitty, for reasons neither he nor I can fully understand or articulate. And then there are what I call disaster days. After Mira died, Caleb became obsessed with natural disasters. First, it was hurricanes. Hurricanes Danielle and Earl swept the eastern seaboard the summer after Mira's plane went down. In an epic fail fathering moment, I let Caleb sit on my lap while I watched some of the CNN coverage about the storms. He didn't sleep through the night for weeks after that. He still occasionally has a nightmare about the ocean rising up and eating him. After the hurricanes, it was volcanic eruptions. How big is Mount St. Helens? Is it active? When did it last erupt? How far exactly is Washington State from New York City? Caleb's preschool teacher called me in to discuss his seemingly boundless curiosity about Pompeii. Lately, we're on to earthquakes. Last week, Caleb made me take down the framed photo over his bed for fear it would fall on him should an earthquake hit in the middle of the night. He keeps telling me we have to bolt all the furniture to the walls, too, just in case. He found a checklist, God knows where, of items we absolutely need for our earthquake kit. We have six of the twenty-three, and has put a collection box in the kitchen to raise money for said kit. If anyone in the Los Angeles area is interested, Caleb is willing to consult for a fee. It doesn't take a genius or a psychiatrist to figure out what this disaster obsession is all about. I do, however, wonder why Caleb's focus seems to be on disasters of the natural variety. There was nothing natural about the way Mira died, after all. Maybe he's just working his way through some disaster handbook with hurricanes, volcanoes, and earthquakes appearing before plane crashes and terrorist attacks. Or maybe the idea that a human being could be responsible for widespread death and destruction is simply more than he can handle at this point. Hell, it's more than I can handle. If Mira had been killed by lightning instead of Chip McCleary, would I be any less sad? No, but it's possible I'd be less angry. Not to mention less guilty, because, after all, it was my fault that she was on that flight in the first place. Caleb rolls onto his side when his head hits the pillow, his body curling into itself like a shrimp. As I pull away, his body convulses and he lets out an anguished cry. I've got you, buddy. Everything's okay, I say. I lie down next to him and stare up at the glow-in-the-dark stars affixed to the ceiling. I can smell the alcohol on my breath as I begin to drift off into sleep. After a while, Caleb stirs, rousing me from my state of semi-consciousness. I lean over and kiss him on the back of his head. I love you, bud, I whisper. He doesn't respond. I stay for a minute longer, listening to his labored breathing before I slip out of the room and close the door silently behind me. I'm sorry about dinner. Zadie, who's fluffing the pillows on the couch, doesn't stop what she's doing. It was just one thing after another. I felt like a character in Super Mario Brothers, just endlessly running through level after level of weird partner-created booby traps. Wow, she says, nodding thoughtfully. So how much did you have to drink tonight, exactly? Some. 
Too much. But seriously, I'm sorry. I know you had plans tonight. It's fine, Charlie. Really, it was no big deal. She looks tired, maybe a little disappointed, but not angry. I almost wish Zadie would get angry with me sometimes. I certainly deserve it. You're not mad? She sighs. No, I'm not mad. I know how demanding your job can be. Was Buck pissed? Buck will survive. I sent you some texts. Did you get them? I was worried when I didn't hear back. Oh, no. She shakes her head. Caleb dropped my phone in the toilet. Sorry, I didn't mean to worry you. She laughs, sheepishly. Anyway, I've got to be honest, it was probably a good thing you were out there making money, because this afternoon set you back at least a couple grand. Caleb spilled juice on Mrs. Goodrich in the elevator, so I offered to pay for her dry cleaning. Then he broke the lamp in the living room, somehow returned.